0: Welcome to Elevating and Melanated, where critical thinkers can come and discuss inconvenient truths and uncomfortable knowledge. I am your host, KT the Intellect. I am your handsome co-host, DJ the Finesse Kid. Yes, sir. I want to thank you again for uh, joining us again for another podcast, another episode, as we further this episodic journey of an uh, adventure we go on, uh, seeking this knowledge and this truth. Mm. But uh, we got uh, some big news happened uh, since we was last here, you know what I'm saying? We took the month of January off to, you know what I'm saying, to recuperate, you know what I'm saying, reset, get some things going for the business, make sure that's all good. Be Cause diligent. Got, exactly, because we got big announcements coming up within the next couple of weeks and next coming months. Yeah, We're working yeah. real hard, you know? Before
1: we get into that, man, look at your, uh, you know what I'm all saying, the, You're oh, let the, oh, let oh, the people know about your fresh oh, gear.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, we we got some new Elevated and Melanated gear. You can find that at elevatedandmelanated.com. Let's click on the shop apparel link, you know support independent media, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The best way to support independent media is just, you know what I'm saying, get some merch, you know what I'm saying? We got some cool designs, and I think you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but if you're watching with us, we appreciate it, and if you get the merch, we appreciate it even more, you know what I'm saying? so. Yeah,
1: with the, with, uh, I mean, that's kind of a perfect segue into what we get into talking about independent media or just people who are kind of going against the powers that be with the articles that we going to talk, uh, talk about today. So yes, I'm sir. very, very excited, and I think the people are going to be very – um,
0: it's very eye opening you know, yeah and you yes, kind of see
1: the, the waters are getting a little bit more clear I feel like but you know we're gonna dive into that yeah
0: we're gonna dive into that so since we last uh, since we last sat down there's been a, a big uh, supreme Court case right mm. on these uh, on these mandates they got going on and, you know and and uh it's very interesting because the, the first time I heard of it you know what I'm saying mandates I was like I like girls I don't really do mandates yeah. you know what I'm saying <laughs> so <laughs> so the, so they lost me off top you feel me? <laughs> But, uh, but we're going to see what the Supreme Court uh, justices have to say, with what, what, uh, what coming from the law standpoint. So, uh, to start off the article, right, I'm at uh, law.stanford.edu. It's a, a look at the Supreme Court ruling on uh, vaccination mandates, right? So, yeah, this came out June, January 20th, right after, after this decision. So, it starts off, the Supreme Court on Thursday struck down a Biden administration mandate that large businesses require their uh, employees to either be uh, jabberoni, right, or, or tested once a week for, for a coronavirus. And uh, in a six to three order, the justices blocked an uh, Occupational Safety and Health Administration, otherwise known as OSHA, emergency rule for businesses with more than 100 employees, one that could have impacted more than 80 workers. So yeah, so that's that's that's, uh, that's huge, it's real big. Uh, they've been trying to uh, force certain sectors of uh of the American people to uh into getting a certain medical intervention that they may not agree with, and the way they've been trying to do it is they've been uh threatening people's jobs, right? Mm. Threatening people's uh, uh livelihood, the way they feed their family, the way they, they pay their mortgages, their rent. So uh so with that being said, uh, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of back and forth going on, right? People saying you have a right to, to, to uh refuse it, people saying you don't have a right to refuse it, right? Mm-hmm. Well the uh the, the Supreme Court, uh, you know what I'm saying, the high end, the highest law institution we have in, in this country, they just uh voted that you do have a right to refuse it, right? Mm-hmm. You do you do have a right to uh to not go along with these uh these uh mandates that they trying yeah, to give no. give out to people.
1: Question, what kind of uh people are we talking about? Are we talking about Um, you said American the American people Are we talking about you know citizens are we kind of what kind of
0: uh okay that's that's a great question well they are trying to force everybody no matter your status into Mm. doing it right Mm. but uh who this uh this was really uh focused on was the U.S. citizen right because they they feel like they have uh they have control over the U.S. citizen they Mm. feel like they can tell you what to do how to live your life and uh if you don't Put on paper that you don't agree with that, or you know what I'm saying that that stands. You feel mm. me? You didn't refute it. You walking around with your social security number, yeah. which is nothing but a barcode for people. Mm. You got a barcode on your food. Your social security number is nothing but a barcode. Do your research, people. Exactly. So you walk around with these things using uh, uh, mechanisms of, of doing business that they give you that they control. Yeah. So they feel like they can, now they have enough control over enough people. Where they're like, okay, well, we can uh, we can uh, threaten enough people's livelihoods where mm-hmm. we feel like they'll fold, mm-hmm. right? So, but making, we see, make, or just making the waters more muddy, you know? exactly more muddy, and and trying to rush you, mm-hmm. right? Because when this thing first came out, it was, it was all rushed. No matter if you think uh, if you like it or not, yeah. And within a year, making a. a a medical intervention of this of this size yeah, yeah is, is, is completely rushed so not only that they were trying to rush you because and like i said before, when all this was going on what i was it telling people wait wait it out you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying there's going to be things coming down the line that may help you may be in your interest because the law is the law they can't in america in a republic they cannot force the people to do anything the mm-hmm. government works for us we don't work for the people yeah but with this uh, this corporation being in charge and people acquiescing to its jurisdiction, a, a lot of people have lost that principle, right? Mm-hmm. But Lost touch. Yeah. yeah, but they were trying to rush for- everybody, get it now, get it now, get it now, because maybe they were scared that they wouldn't hold up in the courts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because as we're seeing right now, they're not going to be able to make the majority of, of American workers get this mm-hmm. if you know your rights and you know how to assert them. Right? So to go on with the uh, with the article— the justices did, however, allow a vaccination mandate by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services for healthcare workers at some 76,000 federally funded facilities to stand. Now, there's a couple key key words in there. Right. So uh, uh, Medicare and Medicaid Services and federally funded. So if you if you work directly for the federal government, they're going to say what, what they uh, what they allow their workers to do and what they can't do if it's a a public safety or or a a work safety issue, right? So if you work for the federal uh, government, which is beholden to the Federal Reserve, which is a privately uh, held bank, a private institution, a private corporation, a private corporation can mandate uh, uh, certain things for their workers to do if it pertains to their job. Just like if you go to McDonald's, you work for McDonald's, you got to wear the uniform, right? Yep. You can't just show up in sweatpants and, you know what I'm saying, your favorite graphic tee. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you got to wear the uniform because it's a private business and they have, they have a certain structure to it, right? It's no different with this U.S. corporation, with the federal government. Like I said, it was just beholden to a, a bunch of international bankers who don't really have any uh any close ties to this continent, right? Right. So to go on, right, today's decision by the Supreme Court, court to uphold the requirement for health care workers will save lives, the lives of patients uh, who weeks care in a lives of patients whose weeks care in mental medical facilities, as well as the lives of doctors, nurses, and others who work there, Biden said. At the same time, I am disappointed that the Supreme Court has chosen to block common sense, life-saving requirements for employees at large businesses that were grounded squarely in both science and law. Well, excuse me, sir, if the, uh, the Supreme Court uh, knocked it down, it wasn't grounded squarely in law. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying there was there was some wiggle room there. You feel me? So Biden, of course, he's uh, he's hitting the Supreme Court justices with that shaming language. Yeah, they like, didn't go along with what uh with the agenda that he wanted. Yeah. So he wants to shame them publicly.
1: What I feel good about in this is that not everyone in the government or in the Supreme Court is corrupt. You know, i, mean, I to some degree, you know, right, obviously right. we don't always we don't agree with their principles, but at the end of the day, I feel like this was like a very, very, you know, pretty good win. You know, oh, oh, that, yeah. that not everybody had to has to
0: you know have the mandate for the vaccines. So. Yeah, exactly. For the to keep their job, because at mm-hmm. the end of the day. They can't force you to do anything. All this was about is can they force you to do it to keep your job? Because yep. if you want to quit your job and start your own thing, they cannot force you to do this because they have no leverage over you. The way they get leverage over the average U.S. citizen is by making them beholden to them financially, mm-hmm. by working for one of their corporations or putting you so deep in debt yep. that you can never be fully independent financially. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, But, and yeah, make, go making ahead. People,
1: well, I was just saying making people lose touch with the fact that, you know, people can't do for their own, you know, like— making people feel like, oh, we, you need the government to, to do this, this, and that for you, as opposed to, you know what, like you said, wait it out, wait the time that it takes you to have your plan to get out of the situation you're in, to, to start building your own nation or to start... You know building your own corporation
0: so you can have your own rules and regulations exactly and uh, I, I do want to point out something that, and i find this very funny so because uh, Biden's talking to the supreme court justices right mm-hmm. and uh, he's trying to shame them and to do uh, his liberal agenda things of that nature mm-hmm. and what we have to understand is that uh the, the president before uh uh donald trump no matter how you feel about him love him hate him indifferent uh he appointed two of these judges Mm-hmm. If, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was two. It may have been three, but I'm pretty sure it was two. He appointed two of these judges, right, and uh, both of them voted against it, against the uh, the mandate. Mm-hmm. So, had Hillary won uh, the, the last election and she was able to put two liberal judges in 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 the place, then this this uh, this score might have been flipped, or this vote might have been flipped. <laughs> There's right? nothing
1: down in my head that would have happened.
0: Exactly. So this is just. Something to think about as well, because Biden's talking to them like they're not grown people, not they're not professionals at what they do. They're, the, you know, they've mm-hmm. reached the pinnacle of what you can do in law, in in this country, yeah. and he's still saying that what his mandate was around grounded squarely in in law. But if that was the case, the Supreme Court would uh, agree with you. Right. Obviously, Biden uh, individual freedom is not a, uh, something that Biden holds dear or, or cares for the American people to have the ability to choose for yourself what goes into your body. That's something, uh, obviously, Biden doesn't uh, care for the American people to have. And it's just things to take note of.
1: And they'll dress it up as, you know, you should care for somebody else and yeah. not, not you know, focus on yourself and what you got going on, yeah, even the, yours.
0: Yeah, the big guilt trip, that's what big I call it. You know? You, know know? you know what I'm saying? It hits you with the guilt trip. Like, you don't care about others, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? When all the studies are coming out that even if you get this medical intervention that they're giving out to people, mm-hmm. you can still catch the, the virus. Yeah. You can still spread the virus. Yeah. You, and you can still get severely sick. You can yeah, still die. It. So I,
1: <laughs> so and what's crazy, I wonder what the statistics are of the people who are, you know, wearing, wearing masks, mm-hmm. you know, on how many people are sick or not sick or dying or not dying, like mm-hmm. the real numbers because
0: right. I'm sure they would be pretty skewed. I'm sure, you know, it would be something almost impossible to track because of yeah. so many moving parts. But yeah, I'm sure mm-hmm. it'd be very skewed. To know? me I I
1: feel like well I feel I know deep down inside that regardless, no 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 uh, you know, man made disease is gonna I don't know, get me off of my path of what what I got going on. Or, you know, letting ego get into the way of our creator, letting us know he, that that He or whatever we want to call our creator, just more more powerful than anything, you know. Mm-hmm. So putting our faith into um, God as opposed to government,
0: you mm-hmm. know, one hundred percent, you know, and uh, yeah. And as we move into the further and further into this uh, into this agenda, into this world order uh, that's not like the old one you had, they <laughs> 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 they're, they're going to probably pull you more and more away from nature more and more away from the creator, away from the the divine, Mm. and away from uh, trusting yourself. Mm. They want you to put your trust to the government, put your trust into these machines, put your trust into these corporations, and then right once you give them all your trust, that's when they're going to pull the rug from under you, you know, and then they're going to leave you out here destitute, unable to take care of yourself. Then they're going to offer you a little bit of help, and then boom. Now you a slave, you know what I'm saying? Or now you a a further, a deeper version of it, you know what I'm saying? And
1: then it seems like it's, you know, uh, uh, a tale told time again, you know, more in other countries. It's, you know, rinse
0: and repeat almost. Facts, bro. Facts. So uh, the article goes, OSHA had estimated that the ruling for large businesses would have saved more than 6,500 lives and prevented 250,000 hospitalizations in the first six, in the next six months. Uh, sure. <laughs> 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 Michelle Mello, a professor of health policy in the School of Medicine's Department of Health Policy and professor of law at Stanford Law, explains the legal and health implications of the two rulings. William B. Gould, a professor who specializes in labor law at Stanford Law, takes a deep look at the OSHA regulations. Though they struck down the mandate for large companies, they allowed the more limited one requiring healthcare workers at federally funded facilities to be vaccinated. Don't some of those large companies also receive federal funding or tax breaks and subsidies, or is it that comparing apples to oranges? Okay, that's a, that's a good question. So uh, the professor goes, Mello, these, uh, these seem like similar situations. Both cases involved agencies flexing their muscle to acquire the organizations they regulate to do something, and both turned on the Supreme Court's reading uh, of how broad a grant, uh, how broad a grant of power Congress intended to give the agencies. But legally, that's where the similarity ends. The legal authorities marshalled to impose the mandates were quite different. In the case involving the Center for Medicaid, Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMC's rule, that workers and healthcare facilities get vaccinated, the agency was acting through its authority to impose conditions on facilities' participation in the Medicare and Medicaid program. If you're if you're a hospital, uh, if you're a hospital and you want to build these programs for services to provide, to, uh, you provide to beneficiaries, you must do a lot of things to prove you've set up a uh, provide safe care. The description Congress gave of what CMS can require as a condition of participation is broad, and CMS has long required other things to prevent transmissions of communicable diseases and infections. Oh, that's a big one. He said, he said a lot of things that I want to break down, right? So he said one thing, right? So uh, they have the authority to impose conditions on facilities participation in the Medicare and Medicaid programs. Now, Medicare and Medicaid, these are, are, are social welfare programs, you know what I'm saying, uh, borderline communistic. And, uh, and what happens when you get into these programs, whenever you come under the, uh, the care of the government, whether they give you Obamacare, this type of care, that Medicare, that care, right? Whenever you come under their care, you also come under their jurisdiction, you come mm-hmm. under their thumb. Whatever's going on in the facilities that they create and the environment that they, they create, they control and if you want to be in that environment to get whatever benefits uh, that you're looking for, you got to acquiesce to whatever they want. And that's why I want to touch on this, too. I was just going to say, yeah,
1: what is the cost? Like we always say, what is the cost of convenience or their their care?
0: Oh, yeah. And I, and I will say even that uh, I was thinking this just the other day that, uh, convenience is a precursor to slavery.
1: Mm, wow. Like okay. you know
0: what I'm saying? Like if that, you that, make,
1: no, that makes that makes perfect <laughs> sense bro. that's cold too.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like because if you get if you get too used to the convenience, then you start to uh, your real life skills start to atrophy, right? Let's say uh you were you were a good cook at one point and then you downloaded DoorDash and Uber Eats and you're like, "Man, I'm done cooking. You use Uber Eats and DoorDash mm-hmm. for the next 2-3 years straight." When uh, something happens, uh, you may, first of all, you probably won't have any food in your home because yep. you're going to be used to uh, fast food and you're not going to be uh, understand the principle of storing up for the future or stocking up for the future. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, your skills of cooking will atrophy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to know what flavors go with what. How long do I cook this? How long do I cook that in the oven? Especially if you don't have a cookbook, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you just there's no internet. you just you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. your skills were actually, that's something you have to practice. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the law, taking civics, or yourself. any other thing. Yeah, taking just, care of yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, most of us don't even know how to, or most, not most of us, that's probably not right. There's a lot of people in our generation who don't know how to cook especially you know, obviously women you know they don't know how to cook or take care of themselves it's a you hot know. Button topic. that's a hot <laughs> button topic we don't have to go down that route right now but you know there's a lot of people an increasing number of people who don't know how to care for themselves without a doctor somebody else telling them what to do or somebody else telling them how to eat how to think um and i i can speak to that because obviously with my uh with yeah, your my, personal journey yeah you know. my personal journey i can speak to that but um it's just crazy how all of that kind of boils down to like you said convenience is the precursor to slavery because well, I mean
0: all that adds up to it. Yeah know? exactly you know what I'm saying once you give uh, your vital uh, most vital activities to keep you alive once you hand it over to somebody else another entity you're beholden to that entity mm-hmm. unless you're willing to relearn those skills mm-hmm. and sometimes you may not have the time to relearn those skills or the ability or the access to knowledge to relearn those skills mm-hmm. so we do want to uh take advantage of the time period that we have ourselves in with such access to so much knowledge at at our fingertips, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, he keeps going, right? In the case involving the Occupational Health and Safety Organization's rule uh, that large employers ensure that their employees are either vaccinated or get tested regularly, the agency was using its authority under a statute that called the Occupational Safety and Health Act of 1970 to regulate workplace safety. The scope of OSHA's authority under this law doesn't have anything to do with whether the employer gets federal funding or not. The Bi- the Biden administration imposed a separate rule for employers like Stanford University that are federal contractors. Uh, a majority of the Supreme Court justices read OSHA's authority under that statute as really quite narrow. So they, they did some, they're trying to do some governmental trickery. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Bring out an old statute that was used for a very specific purpose and try to um, mm. uh, broaden that out to a hundred million people, workers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Skullduggery <laughs> at, at, at the highest office. That's what, that's what we're seeing here. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. And so the next question he <laughs> asked the professor, so why didn't the court find that this was a workplace safety issue that OSHA could address with a VAX or test requirement? So he goes, basically, The majority said Congress only intended to give OSHA the power to address hazards that are confined to the workplace setting. Mm -hmm. They distinguished COVID as being in the category of day-to-day dangers that we all face, likening it into risks like crime and air pollution. They They were willing to acknowledge that some workplaces might have such an elevated risk of COVID transmission as to make COVID an occupational hazard. For example, labs working with the virus or highly crowded, cramped environments. But said OSHA's rules swept in nearly all workplaces, and so went much too far. Yeah, see, this is a uh, the way you write laws and the way they, they draft these things are very, very important because one word here, one word there can uh, you know, either narrow the scope of, of a statute over code or broaden it. Yeah, that's right. what
1: I'm gonna ask. Uh, like how do uh, private entities get so much, you know, power? I guess you know, like such such as OSHA or get is it just OSHA, government consciousness. Well, OSHA is
0: a public is a public entity. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah controlled by the the federal government because the federal government the federal government itself is public it's just beholden to a private um, bank okay you know what i'm saying but uh but with 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 this here, I do find it very interesting that they were trying to make it seem like COVID is confined to the workplace because that's, mm-hmm. that's the only place OSHA can mandate stuff, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, at the workplace. But if you're gonna get something into your body that's gonna affect you, not just in the workplace, but at your home, your family vacation, yeah. you know what I'm saying? like That's the outside of workplace. They don't have you know, access to do that. But this shows the overarching uh, mentality and, uh, and uh, agenda of the, of the people in power. They want to be able to control you, not just in the workplace, but in your free time too. whatever free time you have left. Yep. And uh, as the inflation goes up, as these prices go up, as these rent prices, these home prices go up, you're going to not have as much free time. People are going to be either working a lot more or they're going to have to sweep in some social benefits uh, situations, because if you look at the last because we're going into a depression whether you accept that or not like that's here or there yeah yeah that's not here or there we're going into a depression if you look at the <laughs> yeah, last yeah. time we had a depression in, in the early 1930s uh, with uh, fdr what did he do the, the new deal right mm-hmm. he uh ushered in a whole bunch of socialist programs now that we uh uh don't think about right that we we take for granted food stamps Social Security, uh, welfare, all these things came out of the Depression because they were able to to get people to such a desperate place in life that they would go to the the government and beg to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. And if you understand how the government works and how the the money controls the government, the people who are in charge of that, if they're going to take care of you, they're only going to put you in a, a less advantageous position to be less of a competition in the in uh in commerce. Yeah. They're never going to give you an uh, give you the real tools. Exactly. You know yep. what I'm saying. To build upon yourself. Yeah. Exactly. So all this stuff is, is very important. Like you said, it this falls under the day to day dangers that we all face, whether you got a job or not. You know what I'm saying. Uh, artificially uh, <laughs> artificially made viruses, is, is, is they out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're talking about this specific virus or we're, or we're talking about, uh, uh, you know, AIDS, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Whatever you're ta- talking yeah. about, they out there. And then we all got to face them, you know what I'm saying? We all got to deal with them. And the best way to, to deal with them is by keeping uh, as healthy a temple as you can, like, you know what I'm saying? Focusing on your body, eating right, drinking the right water, you know what I'm saying? Whether you, alkaline or vegan whatever your thing is you know what i'm saying that's gonna be the best way to mitigate any consequences coming from these day-to-day dangers that we all face
1: yeah i mean what you said like uh, back in the 1930s at that point it shows how far away from you know nature that they have taken us at that point so you know almost 100 years later it's crazy
0: how even further we are to you know (laughs) or just to nature or our creator Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because back then, they still to have people who were regularly farming like a huge percentage of the country. Like during that time, period, a lot of people came into the cities because they had nothing like, like especially like if you're in a dust bowl or something where they, they farmed the land, they stripped it of all its nutrients. They were... The reason that the Dust Bowl happened, if y'all know about the Dust Bowl, happened in the 1930s with the, the Great Depression. The bread, bowl of, uh, bas- the bread basket of America like was dried up for like 10, 15 years, right? Mm. And that's because the, the farming techniques that are being used before that were not the correct farming techniques. And those people being settler colonialists, being new to a new area, they weren't they used to growing, it. you know what I'm saying, uh, and uh, using different plants and different things. To keep the nutrients in the soil, mm. and you know what I'm saying, so there's a rotation you want to do with your plants. You, yeah. know what I'm you don't want to plant the same thing over and over and over again to the same soil. it's going to strip all of the nutrients out of that it's not going to add back it's going, uh, that what is stripping away. Yep. so those are just things to keep in mind. but uh, as we go on. He says, what's driving the majority stance is concern that unelected officials are making decisions with sweeping implications, decisions that in our democratic system must rest with more accountable officials. In other words, if Congress wants to do something this big, it needs to do it directly or state very clearly that an agency is allowed to do it. The three dissenters in the case don't agree with that principle. But think the majority engaged uh, in some uh, contorted thinking to reach the conclusion that Congress didn't give OSHA the authority to uh, address COVID. The point, uh, 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 they point out that the statute makes no distinction between hazards that are confined to the workplace and those that exist outside. Fires and unsafe drinking water are also hazards uh, workers may encounter off the job, for example, but that doesn't mean that they, still don't, f- uh, they don't still fall within OSHA's purview. And they know OSHA's rule does not exempt workplaces where the risk of COVID transmission is low, so it's not so overboard. So he said some things I want to touch on about all these unelected officials making Mm -hmm. these, these sweeping changes, right? Whether we're talking about Anthony Fauci, you know what I'm saying, whether we're talking about these people at the CDC, at the World Health Organization, who elected these people? Mm. Who voted for these people? You know what I'm saying? Like, even in, their, in the system I may not agree with, uh, like, these people should be held accountable. And there's a reason they're allowing people who are not going to be held accountable to be the mouthpiece for this. You think Anthony Fauci is the one behind the curtain? You know, what I'm man, he, he yeah. you know what I'm saying? He the poster boy. You know what I'm saying? He the man they put you out in front, you know what I'm saying? That just in case somebody happens, something happens, they got a scapegoat. The, the more public I feel they are, the less power, you know that oh, yeah. they, they have. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The the uh the elites, the the most powerful people in this world, they work from the shadows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They puppeteering and The shadow shadows, shadows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't know their name, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Unless you are doing some hardcore research. But if you just uh, average person out here Listening to media Watching movies And you ain't gonna know the, the, pe- the names of the people Who really running things Yeah Who are in control Of this banking system
1: hey, uh, Real quick shout out To uh, Santos Bonacci He's a guy who does Some deep 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 research On, okay. these, on these kinds of people man We'll have to do uh, Like a deep dive on okay, uh, One of like his episodes y- Young
0: Santos, huh? I mean, Santos I mean yeah, I'm, you know what I'm saying I'm always down to You know what I'm saying Looking to another truth seeker Somebody trying yeah, to seek yeah, That knowledge sh- You feel me Because yes, that's, that's what It's all about we just all Trying to come to You know what I'm saying Putting us the truth. Our minds together Against them at the end of the day. Yeah, facts, facts. So he goes on, right? Has uh, OSHA issued mandates like this before? He said, this is not the first time that OSHA has ventured into this realm. Mm. It has undertaken three major initiatives in the past. One was at the time of the HIV crisis when it uh, provided for regulation of so-called blood pathogens with regard to HIV, hepatitis B, and hepatitis C. It also provided rules which have, for example, imposed requirements for employers to allow workers to have their own drinking cups and drinking facilities so that they may uh, they don't share with one another and don't promote the possibility of infectious disease. Mm. That was done in construction. And in uh, the area of ar- agriculture, they also devised rules dedicated uh, designed to protect workers against dust and heat. What these rules all have in common, including the one that the court just struck down, is that they all deal with the problems of infectious diseases and they deal with problems that arise both out of the workplace and in the workplace. I mention that because in the discussion and the oral argument um, and during the Trump administration that preceded the Biden administration, much of the attention was focused upon what is unique to a workplace and that OSHA only had jurisdiction in that area. So, so you know, <laughs> it's very interesting. I, like you said, before this, before, the only time OSHA's ever tried something like this yeah. before was HIV. Now, HIV, right? Was it created? Probably. You know what I'm yeah, saying. Was- <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, what, what? What are the chances that the last time they tried to do something like this was another infectious disease that happened to come out of nowhere? But there is a lot of government documentation on it being made at government facilities and being funded. By go by the government at, at, at facilities around the world, where things like that may not be legal in the country. You know in, what I'm saying?
1: And using, using the same scare tactics,
0: same scare tactics. You know what I'm saying? And I think, like you said, the same scare tactics because it works so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the the easiest way to bring something that you do in the private into the public? You know what I'm saying, and that's by saying that you're going, what you're doing is going to hurt somebody else, or going to make somebody else sick. So you're like, oh, if you don't get the the uh, the jab, then uh, then you're going to make somebody else sick. So that's how they're able to uh police your private decisions mm-hmm. by making it seem like your private decision is going to hinder the health of the public. It's, it's, it's very uh very devious.
1: I and it, like you said, rinse and repeat. It, I feel like they've done it in a lot of different places and um. Just making, I feel like men and uh, women fighting. You know, like mm-hmm. more masculine, more feminine mm-hmm. energy for sure. And then, and then not only that, just our, uh, turning us against our neighbors.
0: You know. Oh, which that, that's yeah. There's, there's a huge divide being created, and uh, there's like you said, a lot of fear going on, a lot mm-hmm. of fear mongering, and it makes people un- irrational. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of irrational behavior going on right mm-hmm. now, yeah. and it's almost to the point where. So a person thinking rationally cannot understand the thought process of some of these so, irrational people. And that's because you're, uh, people who are thinking rationally and logically aren't living their life in fear. Yep. You know what I'm saying?
1: And they're focused on what's important, which is, you know, their plans and their family and, and their per- obviously their mission.
0: Yeah, but, you yeah, know. 100%. So it, it's just very interesting because, like you said, whether we're talking about the Tuskegee experiment, mm-hmm. HIV, because I have a prediction, right? Okay, okay. Tw- 20 years from now. We will talk about HIV uh, openly being uh, controlled or created by a government entity the same way we talk about uh, the Tuskegee experiment today. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you tell somebody Tuskegee experiment now, like, nobody's going to refute like that happened. Yeah. If you said that 25 years ago, they'd be like, oh, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Mark my words, twenty years from now, all this is gonna come out. They all got of these. the, the documents is in the FBI locker. Yeah you know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know, the the forms are at the CIA, <laughs> all they're in Langley, you know what I'm saying? Like as soon as the time limit is up with the Freedom of Information Act, all this is gonna come out. And yeah. we're going to talk about HIV just as openly as we talk about the Tuskegee and be 20- a whistleblower or something like that.
1: Oh my gosh, HIV all the and all the all the men. Yeah, there's
0: going to be so. Somebody twenty years from now going to be eighty five, about to die. Like you know, what I am saying, <laughs> try to get their conscience off. Like, <laughs> I got to get this off my chest. They're going to yeah, tell everything. Gonna be crying like, oh, you know. <laughs> we did it. We made. We killed so many people. You know, what I am saying because you because. Uh, and being real, you could look up, I forget the name, but uh, in South Africa, the, uh, the British, they had a, a MI6 organization where they was giving people uh, uh, AIDS uh, and telling them it was it was a vaccine. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Telling them it was a medical intervention to help them. And it was literally given. And there's and there's old spies who came out and testified how they injected thousands of people, thousands of people in Africa themselves. You know what I'm saying? And we have. I'm gonna have to. We gonna have to do a whole episode. on that. No, man. I was gonna say. You know that you was just, we go because like. It's wild
1: because how I, I feel like it go it goes even deeper than that. I, uh-huh. I feel I know I know yeah. it does. That's what's
0: that's what's insane. That's just what's public. Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like what the the real mini gritty details we may not know, but like but what we will know in, in the next in the coming decades oh, is going to blow people's socks off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to understand how. Well, and because
1: technology is going to continue to get you know better. Oh, yeah. You're, and, and more sophisticated, just like they're trying to cancel, uh, you know, Joe Rogan going back years and years. They're going to find out some some information accidentally. They're going to be a
0: whistleblower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. But but we're going to keep bringing the truth because yeah. uh, all this is going to come out. They, they, cannot, they cannot hide this from the light for too long. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All you got to do is stand on your square when you're in your time. You know what I'm saying? Because what they do doing in your time, you may not understand. But your kids and your grandchildren, they may understand what's going on. Because the men that in the Tuskegee experiment, some of them died never knowing what was going on. But their grandkids know what happened. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so, it's
1: always about the next generation. Regardless, we come here onto this planet, I believe, to help out the next generation. And if we're not doing our part, then, you know, how are they supposed to live a life that we, you know, tried to
0: live? Exactly. So, yeah, man. should they tripping. You know what I'm saying? But this is a... <laughs> It's a game plan. They got to play. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's fourth down. Uh, throw the virus. Yeah. <laughs> you know am saying? Totally. Go for the Hail Mary virus. <laughs> and this you, know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what's going on. You feel me? Go like? for the okey-doke. Yeah, o- okay. yeah the right. the, give the it a little, little fumble ruski. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little misdirection, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, little, a little quarterback boot. Let me stop. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? So uh, to go on, right, That's so he says, underlying everything else in this dispute is a single simple question. Who decides how much protection and of what kind? American workers need from COVID-19. The three justices who believe the mandate should have been upheld, said in their dissent, an agency with expertise in workplace health and safety, acting as Congress and the president authorized, or a court lacking any knowledge of how to safeguard workplaces and insulated from responsibility for any damage it occurs. So is this the crux of the case? Does OSHA have the right to mandate such regulation? And he says, it's right to say that the core of the issue here is who decides. Indeed, three of the conservative justices framed it in the same way. The question before us is not how to respond to the pandemic, but who holds the power to do so. Mm. That power rests with the states and Congress, not OSHA. And let me say this, too. When you say it, it rests with states and Congress, to get anything through the states or get to, through the Congress takes much more uh a much more time, takes much more discussion, takes much more transparency than having some agency that they already have set up, like, oh, just go do this real quick. Yeah. Like, that the, that the people, that the, uh, the head of the agency, the uh, people didn't vote on, they were appointed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So th- th- this is big. But he says, but I think it is also uh, fair to call out the justices and the majority for usurping the roles of both Congress and OSHA through their bizarre reading of the statute. Most people will find it surprising that even as they don masks to hear oral arguments, these judges don't consider COVID a workplace hazard. Most members of Congress will as well, I suspect. After all, Congress has already instructed OSHA to do things to fight COVID in the workplace. So (laughs) this is all a matter of opinion, because that really is a matter of opinion. Is this new virus a workplace hazard? First of all, it depends on where you work. Second of all, that also depends on your personal health. That's like saying, it, like, like, is the flu a workplace hazard? You know or what I'm saying? It's opinion. I mean, uh, to me, it's opinion. You know, and your perspective yeah. on on your on, mind, hazard, on yeah. and your
1: mind state and where where that is as well. Obviously, some people, you know, have had different experiences. But um, in my in my faith and how strong the bodies are, and if it's at you know, if it's at functioning at the level it should be,
0: this wouldn't be an issue, I believe. You know? yeah, facts, facts. So he goes on, right? I think that OSHA has the authority to do it. This is the first time, however, that OSHA has been presented with a problem quite like this. A wide variety of arguments have been put forward to say that OSHA does not have the authority. Chief Justice Roberts noted in oral argument that this problem doesn't, didn't exist in 1970 <laughs> when the statute was passed. Well, of course, we know that all kinds of problems don't exist at the time when statutes are passed. That's why, we have, uh, to, that's why we have agencies and courts and lawyers and law professors to address changing circumstances, acknowledging that we have new problems that pose new challenges to statutory interpretation. How much of a setback is this for the national efforts to get to the other side of this pandemic? If the court had ruled the other way, will the mandate testing really have made a difference considering one-third of the country are adamantly opposed to the jab? So he says it's definitely a setback to their agenda. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he says it's definitely a setback. We don't have any data on the, effort, the effect of employer mandates from sim, uh, systematic studies, but reports have been accumulating from different companies showing high levels of compliance. There are certainly some people who will quit their jobs to seek employment and companies not subject to mandates, but many others at the end of the day are willing to go along if their jobs are at stake. I a national this. poll conducted on November 2021 found that among the unvaccinated, a little over half said they would definitely not get the jab, but the re- the remainder were more open to it. So, uh, and this is, this is where the... Uh, the deviancy comes into play. You mm. know what I'm saying? Uh, like he trying said... To,
1: trying to get the uh, people who haven't or are, are still on the fence they don't necessarily know... Yeah, you coerce,
0: they're trying to coerce them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Making their job at stake. And not only are they doing it, they're taking taking—they're uh, taking <laughs> temperature tests. Like, they're doing polls. Like, hey, if we take away your job, like, hey, are you going to do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they want to know, like, how, how, how scared have you made you? Mm. How broke have you made you? How in debt have you made you? You know what I'm saying? To the point yeah. where... A little job that don't care about you is worth uh, some uh, uh, Your safety, uh, yeah. Experimental yeah, study. Yep. Being a lab rat or a guinea pig, because that's what you're signing up for. If you if you read that disclosure before you get that jab, they don't. They claim they don't know what's gonna happen. I I, I suspect they know a couple uh, symptoms. You know, you feel yeah. me? But they claim they don't know what the symptoms will be. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't know, why would I trust you? It, 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 it doesn't make any yeah, sense. Aren't you guys
1: supposed to be the the healthcare professionals? Aren't right. y'all supposed to know exactly what this is what this is going to do in every situation, every scenario? Oh no. Well then, you know what? Maybe this isn't something I should put in my fucking body.
0: It, point blank. Period. <laughs> That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So he said, "Uh, it is important to note that the court's opinion doesn't say employees can't be required to take the jab. It just says OSHA can't require it under this particular statute." Congress can require it or states can require it for work sites within their borders.
1: Now this and, is when the, the coercion starts, oh, right? When the sweep. gloves come off, yeah. right? Yep.
0: In many states, cities and countries could as well. And in most states, employers can choose it or uh, require it on their own. I would expect some of these actors will step in to fill the vacuum left by the court's decision. And I, I think he will, too. I think right after this decision... Mm-hmm. Uh, all these little, uh, uh, little elite dudes—they all went to their little lodges, little Freemasonic groups. Like, okay, yeah, uh, let's get—they uh, get the CEOs from the biggest companies. Let's all pull right, this mandated.
1: This actor, this actor, this right. actor. This, oh, that too. This yeah. This celebrity.
0: This celebrity gonna push it. That celebrity. Have this celebrity do a video where he gonna guilt trip you. Have that celebrity do a video where he gonna guilt trip you. You and know what I'm saying? Make you angry
1: or make you, yep. Push exactly. You some certain way. And yeah. get you
0: emotional. And then they get the CEOs of the biggest companies. you like, okay, mandated for y'all companies. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because. The Fortune five hundred does it. That's Sixty yeah. percent of the workforce, fifty percent of the workforce. You yep. know what I'm
1: saying? Like And most of them are, like you said, in those free Masonic
0: groups. Exactly. They 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 get they get in these uh these the decision They go they close the curtain mm-hmm. and they start talking behind that curtain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Seems so like
1: it's probably a one way one one sided conversation, like hey. Exactly, exactly. Remember that time? Remember that oath? Yeah, remember that, oath? Remember, that that oath little, remember that little prick on your finger? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah it's time. Yeah, yeah the bills yeah. come due, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he he says, so aren't big companies regulating for themselves anyway? He said, you know, Tyson has negotiated a collective bargaining agreement with United Food and commercial workers imposing the jab, as has AT&T. Boeing and a number of major companies. Okay. So large companies in the Fortune 500 have gone ahead or their own to require the jab. The Houston Medical Hospital, where the first round of litigation took place, also impo- imposed the jab, and uh, and uh, and were exhibit and inhibit uh, number one, and exhibit number one in the argument for OSHA because very few people resign because of the requirement of the jab, and this is this is so very interesting to me uh and not the people what's interesting to me the most it's not the people who are who got it like right away like who trust everything yeah what's interesting to me the most are the other half of people who don't trust what's going on but are but need their job that much that they're willing to go against their gut it Feel doesn't it?
1: mean i because over the last 2 3 weeks i've talked to so many people who have either said oh i can't travel or like goes back to the co- uh, cost of convenience Oh, i can't do this i can't do the littlest things you know to myself, that might not be the most important, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, and then those people are like, Oh, I just took it because, you know, because of whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and it'll be a, an answer just like
0: that. Exactly. And it's it's sad the uh the whole these jobs have over people, bro. Mm. And I'm saying, I think about that all the time. Like the 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 power of being completely dependent on a corporation, the power it gives that corporation cannot be overstated. Especially if you're doing things that like you are feel like you're against your gut feeling. Yeah. Because the corporation said you told you to do it.
1: A lot of people are going against their gut yeah. feeling in yeah. unfortunately. Exactly.
0: Something that may affect your entire bloodline. You don't know. Yeah. Just like they don't know. <laughs> they claim <laughs> they claim nothing You know what I'm saying? But Claiming not to know and not knowing are two totally different things, especially when you're dealing with these these corporations. Yeah, they'll word the contract in a way, bleep, bloop, bleep, bloop, where you think they they said that they didn't know, but all they said was that they know that they know that they're not telling you that they know. Yeah. like you
1: know what I'm saying? It's all word jargon. And even still, <laughs> and even if they did, uh, they'll just print off some, print off a little, couple of c- c- cash, and your your whole bloodline
0: is wrecked. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. It's very interesting, man. We go. We're coming into the, uh, some Arguably. dire times. I think twenty twenty two. We gonna really, fi- we gonna really see who, who you know what I'm saying, has faith in their their natural bodies, who has faith in you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. in, in in nature, and who's willing to acquiesce. You know what I'm saying, because even if you lose a job, like losing a job is not the end of the world. But I've been fired
1: like at least seventeen times. Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no not that many. You know what I'm
0: saying. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, but I see people talk like yeah. losing their job is the end of the world. When yeah. Losing a job may be a blessing in disguise.
1: Well, it definitely to me. If if um, you know if a place doesn't value you, then you need to value yourself and put something into yourself. And like, yo, maybe this is just 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 the time for something new. And mm-hmm. so many people don't want to start over, don't want to pick self back up, and or just empower themselves. You know, the, the the thought of knowing how powerful you are scares a lot of people. I believe.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not only does it scare a lot of people, it scares the system. Mm. So if we can oh, keep, oh yeah,
1: definitely the system. Oh
0: yeah. So if we can keep you thinking like you got no choice, mm-hmm. you got to do what we say. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna be our slave forever. You're gonna do what we say, and we can make money off you. Yeah. We can tax you. We can get you to build our 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 system. <laughs> yeah. Get you to build our city, and you and you own nothing in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You laid the bricks. You yeah. can't afford the house. Bad your back broken and. Mm. Yeah. Break you down, man. He goes on, he says, So, what? So, that's the big concern for employers that staff were resigned and forced to uh, to jab. Oh, yes, and that looms large, at least in the uh, appendices and the exhibits that have been filed in these cases. That we're not going to be able to function effectively because we're going to lose our workers. But I don't think many of the big companies uh, filed amnesty. Hmm. I look that word up. Filed Amuncy, Uh, That's the position of the states that are hostile to President Biden and about half the states of the union signed on to a brief challenging this rule. OK, interesting. OK, <clears throat> so he goes. So one of the reasons that the uh, employers are so worried about <clears throat> vaccine mandates is that they are afraid of losing workers. And that fits into a bigger trend going on during the pandemic, doesn't it? With respect, to what people are calling the great resignation where people are reportedly leaving their jobs in large numbers. What do you make of it? He says, well, I think the great resignation as it has come to be called does Hmm. fit into this. Workers are increasingly dissatisfied and increasingly hesitant about taking up particular kinds of work. And this hesitancy has been expressed on behalf of and by so-called essential workers, workers who have been involved on the front lines of the pandemic here uh, here we, we're speaking of workers in medical facilities, for instance, who were part of the other Supreme Court case that involved the government's authority to acquire vaccination amongst employees of medical facilities who have had contact with patients. So, yeah, so that's big. Essential workers, you know what I mean? People they've been calling essential workers. Yeah. Uh, who were heroes in the, in the beginning, but right. who are villains if they don't want to go along with this agenda. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I was spoken to uh, many a nurse. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying, personally, and uh, they don't like what they see in those hospitals. Yeah, they don't, they don't like what they see after they get th- that jab happens. You know what I'm saying, and, and they don't like h- how all of this is being swept under the rug. How how uh, people's uh, the the reason behind their deaths are being played with. The writing on the death certificates are being played with.
1: Yeah, I feel like this is a perfect. You know while you're on that? Oh, we're on this topic. I feel like it's a perfect time for. A lot of them to get out of the medical field because they're having so much clarity now that they can see what's going on behind the scenes with after these last two years, and possibly start their own herbal or you know natural practices, you know, which because not only is that doing good on a couple on a couple of different you know levels, but it's also you know you're having your own business building up your yeah. own your own brand 100%. and helping your own. You know your own communities, whether it be a small community or a huge nation. Regardless, you can start to build on your own outside of the corporation. Exactly,
0: we got to start looking at this as a big opportunity. Mm-hmm. The Great regination could be the the start of millions and millions of entrepreneurs. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So um, which is something they don't want. Yeah, they don't want to spread that love. And a lot of people losing their jobs. I wonder if they're asking themselves, have they, or a lot of people who are willing to stay at a job and do things something that's against uh, their morals or against their their philosophy. Have they asked themselves, "Can I do what I do for this job for myself mm. <clears throat> you know can i yeah. can I make money for myself doing the exact same thing that I'm doing now
1: and if you and if you can't shit, well what do I need to do to do that what that, skills that, that I needs acquire? to be the next question that what, what skills can I acquire? who do I need to link up with who do i need what do I need to do you know what do I need to learn and take it upon yourself no matter how big that that mountain is to climb to get to where you got to get to you know you you have a whole generation of people, family. Uh, and a
0: purpose to get to, you know, more, mm-hmm. more importantly. A hundred percent, you know. So uh, he, he goes on. But essential workers are now more widely understood to be a broad category, inc- including employees who have a lot of contact with the public and also those who have been traditionally unorganized and unrepresented. So more vulnerable, not only in terms of their exposure to the virus, but also more vulnerable in the workplace. Generally where they are so-called marginalized workers who have had very little union representation. And we see now that unions are attempting, in some measure, to either organize such workers or to represent them more effectively, particularly here in California, where the food and commercial workers, for instance, have proposed legislation that provides for various protections for workers in groceries and supermarkets. So not only first protectors such as EMT Police and fire, but also bus drivers and nurses, home attendants and the like. It's quite the mouthful. So that's that's how he finishes <laughs> the argue. I mean, the argue. That's how he finishes the uh, the article, right? But uh, but yeah, like you said, the essential workers. Uh, do you feel like you're being treated essential? Do you feel like your voice is being heard? You know what I'm saying? Or do you feel like you're being uh, railroaded? Do you feel like what uh, your voice is not being heard? That your freedoms are not being uh, being taken into account? That nobody cares what you think? Mm-hmm. And uh, do you feel like these powerful corporations that these people want you to work for? Do you feel like they need you? Or do you feel or do you feel like they want you? You know what I'm saying? They may need you just to, just to keep you out from competition. Cause a lot of this stuff, a lot of a lot of people they employ, and that's just so you don't compete against them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You come to work for them. and you know, Make them rich over the next 10 years when you could have been making yourself richer yeah, to up a bigger share in the marketplace.
1: And, and you know, starting to think about their own personal happiness because I, I can understand a person who might say, you know what, this is just enough for me. This might be enough. This might be all I want. This, You know, some people might not have the, I guess, vision to see long-term or past them or, you know, bigger than them. But um, I think at some point, you know, you have to start to. How can I? How can I put it? You have to start to make make a make a decision on everything that you're around. Might not, like you said, be for you, especially the bigger corporations, and they, and they're really demonic. That's that's ultimately what it comes down it's to. Really, you know, you right? are starting to see because once you once you get outside of that, your your nine to five job, and you know, start to being yourself because more times than not you know entrepreneurs they're going to be they're going to have alone time right and start Mm -hmm. to see damn i have a lot more time to think about what it is that i want to do or my philosophies or my health and um you might start to see how like i said demonic or you know foolish that all this all this is anyways because it doesn't pertain necessarily
0: pertain to you Mm -hmm. or your health 100 you know demonic satanic Taking away your free will. Yeah, yeah, I mean, both of those words, you know what I'm saying, is a good way to describe what's going on with the system right now. Because we live in a free will universe, always remember that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Anybody trying to take away your free will is evil. You know what I'm saying? That's really the root of all evil. Why is murder evil? Because that person probably didn't want to die and you took away their free will by making them that choice for them and taking their life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Why, why is sexual assault evil? Uh, evil It's because the, the woman or man that you sexually assaulted, you took away their free will, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 uh, and, uh, and touching them when they didn't want to be touched or whatever. You right. know what I'm saying? Like all, mo- the most heinous crimes that we can think of mm. are when somebody takes away your free will you know what I'm saying? And this system is no different. The situation is no different. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like trying to take away somebody's free will, it's demonic, it's satanic. It's all of that. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not respecting the laws of the universe, they're not respecting you as a person. You know what I'm saying? And with that being said, DJ, you got any final words for the people?
1: Yeah, man. Like we said, uh, just tap into Elevated and Melanated. We got a hell of merch on the site. We've uh, been getting a lot of love, more people uh, rocking it. We're going to have a commercial soon. Commercial's coming soon, yes, sir. Yeah, um, shit. A lot of a lot of moves going forward. My functional fitness business will finally up and running. Plug run it. it, plug it. Yeah, shout out to to OU. Well, not OU Media anymore, but shout out to my boy Chaos for getting. Uh, we're gonna get some work done. Uh, Finesse Farms. I'm gonna start uh, workshops. Remember my cousin? I mm-hmm. had uh, at, at the little shop of Hydros. He actually has his uh, uh, launch at, at his at his shop on the 26th. So I'll be doing workshops there. Pretty exciting. And uh, year-round finesse, we got my brand, my my, my personal brand launching, um, getting even bigger. So, uh, just a lot of exciting opportunities
0: coming my way. Starting to work with more people. Uh, what about you? Uh, yes, sir. Well, well, before we talk about me, you. Uh truly just did a little mini documentary oh, yeah, on the yeah, board, yeah. you know yeah. say plug that let the people yeah. know where they can go see that you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah
1: make sure y'all go to uh youtube uh, the truly network uh, did a great piece on me a documentary a little small documentary piece um just basically on my my weight loss journey my 18 or 18 month weight loss journey so uh big blessing a lot of other companies have been reaching out to me to do my uh, documentary but i'll actually be re- releasing my personal documentary uh, yes, sir, july yeah uh, uh summer so july some time in july and uh yeah man so a lot of blessings been coming my way but because we've been moving the truth making pa- plans and uh staying staying disciplined for sure
0: yes sir you know what i'm saying and like he said we got more merch coming you know what i'm saying and hoodies uh, sweatshirts shirts tank tops we got all that Bucket hats, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got more more designs coming, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And uh just on another note on me personally, we got other businesses going on You know what I'm saying I'm about to uh, launch another uh, uh, Media company uh, Get Free TV You know what I'm saying We're also going to be uh, Talking about the same thing here And said We're going to have more guests on You know what I'm saying yeah. Opening up more Have more panel You know I'm going to have my brother DJ on yeah. A lot of other people on to talk about What's going on And have open discussion Yeah About the nature of society And the direction That we're going in mm. And uh, stuff that's not as serious too You know I'm not always A serious guy You know what I'm saying I like yeah. video games I like movies Do reviews and stuff All of that too You know what I'm saying And because Uh if we, uh, if you can, uh, if you understand pop culture, you can see the direction of the of the society, uh, at least in the masses. You can see yeah. the trends that the masses are following, why they're following them, and the psychology behind the masses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because of this. This pop culture, this it's it's all psychological operations. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Whether it be good or bad. Cause you could be a good where like you watch something and you learn learn a moral lesson out of the, out of that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or you could watch something and you, and you just get indoctrinated into another way of thinking that you might not have other ways thought of.
1: Even further into
0: it. Exactly. Um,
1: I think maybe like April or so. Maybe next month we can uh, look into getting a town hall together, so we can start yeah. to, to bring our people together, um, have more um, conversations, and see what the people are thinking, know their opinions about what we got going on. Um, we will be starting like another segment, questions for KT. So for our our viewers out there, whoever have questions about what you might think, um, just make sure you guys send those in, uh, so that way we can ask, uh, you know, the
0: man or both of us, but you know, mainly for KT. Um, so yeah yes sir and once again I want to thank you for joining us with another episode of Elevated and Melanated thank you for short supporting independent media and peace What's good is the young guy, KT the intellect.
1: Stay young, handsome man, DJ the finesse kid.
0: Yes, sir. We just want to thank you guys for joining us for another episode of our Elevated and Melanated podcast. We just want to ask you guys to please like and subscribe. It really helps us with the algorithm and get our message out there. And uh, if you really want to support independent media, we just got some new merch. Where can you find that at, DJ? Yes, sir. Y'all can go to elevatedandmelanated.com.
1: We can check out our merch and everything we got going on, um, as well as on all platforms, Elevated and Melanated. And sir, and always
0: remember, elevation provides clarity. Peace. Peace.